Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Casa Walsh, a Beverly Hills 90210 podcast. On today's episode, we'll be going over season three, episode 15, called The Kindness of Strangers, and premiered on November 25th, 1992. So it's raining in Beverly Hills, and the Walshes have a leak in their kitchen as they're preparing for Thanksgiving. And look at the timing of this episode because I think we're pretty close to Thanksgiving here. So perfect timing that um, I'm recording this episode. So we see Andrea is now on crutches. So she moved uh, up from the wheelchair to the crutches. So she's making progress uh, for herself, which is good. She's walking in the halls with Brandon and they're talking about kind of what they're doing for Thanksgiving. And obviously because it's so normal for a high school girl to have no plans for Thanksgiving um naturally she would be invited to the Walshes so Brandon invites her to come to the Walshes which she's coming also I mean it definitely I think you know we had it at my house growing up and if I had a friend that was or my brother or sister they had we had a friend that had absolutely nothing to do they would be invited but I knowing I would have to ask my mom first we would not be able to just kind of invite them. And the Walsh is just, it seems like Brendan Brandon will just invite people over on a whim. And Cindy's always like, oh my gosh, but then she's okay with it. Cindy's such the the typical like Midwestern mother. I love it. But so then we see David is telling Kelly and Donna about how he's going to Big Bear for Thanksgiving. I guess he's going with his mom. So um, he's excited to hit the slopes. So I guess we... I didn't think David had any um, interest in any sports, but I guess he likes to ski. I don't know. Um, And then Kelly says she's looking forward to having the house by herself because Mel and Jackie are going with baby Aaron to Palm Springs. Another thing that's odd. As a senior in high school, if my parents were going away for Thanksgiving, there is a 0% chance they would allow me to stay at the house by myself. If I'm like, eh, I don't really want to go. It's just a weird thing to think about. Plus, I mean, I could be, you know, this is just me particularly. Thanksgiving is my absolute favorite holiday. So I would love to. I like being around family and friends and, you know, eating and just laying on the couch. What what could be bad about that? But um, this one's going to be weird, though, COVID-wise. Um, but anyway, so naturally, in a similar situation, because she's going to be alone, um, Brenda has to obviously invite Kelly to the Walsh house. Um, so she finally reluctantly agrees. And then they discuss how... Discuss Dylan briefly, but they both kind of say they don't care. So they're kind of over it because nobody's seen him since uh, he left town. And well, we all know what he did when he was away. So then we see Dylan. I guess he's back in town, but he hasn't been to school yet. And he's going to get his father. And I'm confused by this. I think it's a temporary release. He's not out on bail for good, but I guess... I think in some situations you can get out of jail 
for holidays maybe if you have like a super you know someone supervising it or something like that so Dylan's dad is getting out of jail for the holidays and Dylan is filling out paperwork he's talking to one of the I guess it's a parole officer saying that he's gonna need to be with him at all times um so I, I they didn't say it was temporary but I guess I mean that has to be it because I think he does end up going back to jail and it wasn't because he like broke his parole or anything like that I think this was just a temporary release so then we see Steve is at the peach pit he's talking about Brandon about how he has to tell his mom about getting kicked out of school so he hasn't told her yet we last saw um you know Mrs. Teasley he confessed about breaking into the school and Mrs. Teasley was gonna kick him out of school so then he asks Brandon to come over to his house for some moral support and he says I think that you need to do this alone and you can see that Steve's nervous about telling his mom which totally makes sense because Samantha Sanders is absolutely frightening I think so then we're back in Steve's bedroom and his mom comes in and she asked if he's packed and you can see that he doesn't really know what she's talking about but he she I guess he forgot so they are going to uh Santa Barbara for Thanksgiving and I love Santa Barbara by the way I did once did a um I have family in California I once did a drive from well we were in San Francisco and then my cousin got married in Monterey and we, my brother and I actually drove from Monterey uh, down the coast to L.A. And we stopped off in Santa Barbara, had lunch there. It was absolutely uh, gorgeous. I love Santa Barbara. But um, anyway, so they're going to Santa Barbara for Thanksgiving. And um, I guess they're doing some holiday TV um, thing. So it's I guess it seems like it's some actors actresses with their actual real families you know talking about the holidays and what they're thankful for so they're doing that um and you know he doesn't know how to feel uh you know he's pretty abrasive about going but I think you know he has to go for his mom I think he's just feeling nervous about having to tell her what's going on so then at Dylan's house um we see Jack is really happy to get out he's kind of this is the first time he's seen Dylan's house I guess I'm assuming when his mom was in town she helped him get the house like a high school kid I mean he's just 18 so he's not getting a house on his own um I assume it's got to be his mom's house and then it's just his now because she's down in Hawaii which is bizarre because a real mother if she moved to Hawaii would take her son with him but I mean this is more interesting to see a kid living by himself in high school but his dad already got himself a uh, bottle of Jack Daniels he's pouring himself and you know he wants to make sure it's okay in front of Dylan because obviously Dylan doesn't drink Um, and then we see Jack immediately makes a call and you could see Dylan's kind of pissed because he's calling a lady friend um which is just I'm I guess this was a friend before jail I don't really know but he's he's calling a lady friend to come over to the house then we see um Brandon is leaving the peach pit and he sees a homeless man going through the dumpsters and I guess Brandon being Brandon gives him some money and he looks at him, he, you know, makes eye contact with him and he definitely rec- recognizes him. And then he gets out of the car and he's like, are you Jack Kenner? 
uh, from Beverly Hills Beach Club, and they both realize they recognize each other. So Jack was the homeless guy that Brandon tried to get a job at the beach club, but he never showed up. He was the one that her, uh, his girlfriend, the bigot, Brooke the bigot, was um, a little bit scared to be around. So we see him again, He's still homeless. And Brandon invites him into the peach pit. And, you know, Nat's still there. They give him a cup of coffee and... Then Brandon decides to bring him to a homeless shelter to get, you know, to help him get it set up. You know, he it's raining outside. He feels bad that he is in that situation. And then as Jack's uh, filling out the paperwork, he realizes that he can't, um, he can't do it. He's just, he's being stubborn. And then, um, you know, Brandon just kind of looking at him feeling bad. And then at the Walsh house, which is still leaking, uh, Brandon shows up and brings Jack along with him to, you know, his parents' surprise. He's like, I have a friend here. Is that okay? And they're like, yeah, bring him in. And then they see this guy who just looks like a mess. Um, this, so they're just like, oh, um, I just, how would your family react to this? I mean, they don't know this guy. He's clearly homeless. It's just, I don't know, Brandon. Um, then we see Samantha Sanders and Steve show up in Santa Barbara to this TV show she's doing. There's a woman named Alyssa who she says she's the PA, which is production assistant, who's handling this. And, uh, you see she's young. Steve's kind of flirting with her and Samantha, it's so funny. She's just definitely like this spoiled actress she she was expecting luxury accommodations and it's not like they're in a crap place but it's just she you know I think is expecting to stay at a five-star hotel or something like that but that's Samantha for you then we see Cindy and Jim are a bit annoyed about Jack but they're not going to say anything to Brandon they're kind of just you know talking about it amongst themselves and then he walks back into the kitchen with Brenda and Brandon. We see that he's now cleanly shaven. Uh, Brenda gave him some of Jim's old sweat. So he's just wearing like a Minnesota sweatshirt and sweatpants. And he's kind of, um, he looks good. He looks much better. He, you know, he's cleaned up and all that stuff. Uh, Brandon asks if Jack could sleep in the garage. And Jim quickly was like, no. Um, but then... Uh, you know, you can see he kind of caught himself because he clearly doesn't want this man staying there. And I completely understand why. But Cindy kind of <laughs> looks at him and he's like, well, the couch is going to be would be much more better. I think you'll be more comfortable on the couch. So, um, you know, they're being nice. And Cindy obviously invites him to uh, stay uh, for Thanksgiving at their house. So he's going to be spending Thanksgiving with the Walshes. Then we're back at Dylan's house. He's annoyed with his father because I, I don't know why. Like it seems, I guess he is annoyed that his dad was bringing some woman over. Um, you know, they're arguing already. Jack is wearing some snazzy looking pants. Oh, I just realized that's really funny. Dylan's dad's name is Jack. And the homeless man's name is Jack Hanner. So we have on this episode two Jacks. I don't think that's ever happened on a television show unless it was a reason why someone would have the same name. Like I could see that on a sitcom, like misunderstandings because someone has the same name. But um, 
that's really funny to Jax. Um, but anyways, yeah, so they're, they're kind of just fighting and they're butting heads already. And it just seems Dylan is just naturally annoyed. Um, then we see David and Donna. So show up at the Walsh's. So it is Thanksgiving day now. And apparently because of the weather, the roads are closed and they have nothing better to do. I guess they can't go to Big Bear. I forgot to mention, I guess Donna was going with David to Big Bear because her parents were going. I don't remember what her parents were doing, but um, yeah, because like Felice Martin would ever let Donna do anything without them. But um, they go to the Walsh's. Uh, they are introduced to Jack and uh Donna and like Brandon says he met them at the beach club so they were like oh and it's funny like we see um you know Donna's like oh I think he's a patient of my father's and Kelly's like I doubt that he's homeless so they they don't know that he's homeless but it's she didn't know he's homeless but it's funny also she's like I think he's a patient of my father's if your father or mother is a doctor do you know your parents patients that seems odd like I just unless you're a family friend of theirs or something like that but like a random patient I don't think you would know I'm gonna ask I have family members that are um doctors I'm gonna ask them my cousins if they know if their parents are um they know their patients so Brandon is watching the Dallas Cowboys game and he's rooting for them, which is a boo because I hate that team. I actually am a football fan. And in case you didn't know, every Thanksgiving, the Dallas Cowboys play and the Detroit Lions play. And then it obviously just, you know, two other teams obviously will play them. Um, uh, It rotates, obviously, uh, who ends up playing. But those two teams play every year. And I don't get why he's rooting for the Cowboys at first um but and I hate the Cowboys but the 90s Cowboys were really good but um then we find out that so the cable goes out really quickly and um they're like oh freaking out and then Brandon is like um upset because apparently he's betting for the game so I guess betting on the Cowboys so I guess that's why he um he's rooting for them I hope that's why then we see Jack is talking to Andrea and he's like, you were that camp counselor, um, you know, from the beach club, right? So he recognized her and they're looking at an atlas and she asks him where in the Gulf he was stationed. So he's kind of showing them and he's showing everybody in the book. He's talking about where he served he asked Jim if he ever served and you see kind of Jim's like no and then walks out and he's upset. You could see that something about him being an army vet or something like that. It just kind of bothers him. He goes into Cindy and he talks about, you know, this guy's playing war hero and it's bothering him. And Cindy's like, just relax, like, just don't let it get to you. Um, So... She's just trying to, you know, as she usually does, try to calm him down about this stuff. Then we're at Dylan's house and a woman named Christine shows up and she apparently is dating Jack. I don't know because they start like making out immediately. She brought food over. So I'm just curious when they started dating. He's been in jail for it's got to be like a year now more because I think he got arrested sometime in season one 
So he's been away for a while. Um, so I don't know when they started dating their kind of history, but they are definitely a couple. They're making out. Um, she, I definitely would be interested in this backstory though, for sure. She picked up food. She said she picked up food from a place she loves called the Peach Pit. And Dylan is surprised. And he said, you know, Nat? And she's like, of course I know Nat. Um, so I guess they had this cute little, little, you know, okay. Like he kind of appreciates, she's like, well, any friend of Nat's, because obviously everybody knows Nat. Um, and it was funny when they're kind of kissing again. And when Dylan walks out of the room, he does this like thing where he goes back and checks out, you know, Christine and, you know, makes a face, a uh, funny face. It was kind of funny um, to see. Then we're back with Steve hanging out with this PA who's wearing a vest. She tells him that, PAs do he asked her what she does as a PA which is production assistant her response is any and everything anyone that worked in the television film industry knows that a PA does absolutely nothing I was in this industry I can tell you we are bottom of the barrel I mean maybe she's saying everything because whatever she's asked to do she has to do but she made it seem like she's running the whole show which is complete complete nonsense that a PA does that PAs do basically if you're filming so I live in New York City you're filming a movie in New York City and they're trying to block off a certain area because they're in the middle of filming the a PA will basically stand there and direct people around the traffic so they're not coming into the shot. Um, if they run out of something that they need to get, the PA is told to go get it. The production assistant is basically to be a gopher and do whatever they are told. They're not running the show. So I thought that was kind of funny. But she's a little bit older, obviously, than Steve. She asks him about college and he says that he got kicked out of school and she's surprised she thought he was a you know she I guess she thought he was some good kid she's like wow you're a bad boy um and she basically he said his mother is going to kill her when she finds out and basically he then tells her that his mom is a completely different type of person when she's on camera. And then you see like Steve's wheels are turning and he's got a idea to think about. Back at the Walsh house, Donna being, I don't, I don't know why anyone would do this, but Donna goes right up to Jack and she's like, so what's it like being homeless? Uh, or she's like, so you're homeless, questioning it. Um, it's, what do you think he's going to be like? It's great. It was just such a weird thing to, to, you know, to even mention, but he talks about it and he says how it's really bad. And there's a lot of people out there that are hungry. And then he's kind of saying like, they have more important things to worry about than the cable going out. And then Jim kind of snaps and he says that you're blaming these kids for your problem. And then his quick rebuttal is like, you never did serve your country, did you, Mr. Walsh? And then Jim immediately got angry and he said, get out of my house. So there's a trigger uh, with Jim and being, you know, serving for his country. It's definitely a trigger warning for him. 
So I think that he, you know, for whatever reason, it just bothers him. He immediately wants to kick him out. But I also think it's weird that he, Jack is, he was invited in this house. He was given a shower, given clean clothes, given, you know, he's getting a Thanksgiving dinner and he's there basically (laughs) giving these kids the right act on like basically what is right, what is wrong, which is completely... You know, it's just not, it's not right. These are kids and he's wrong. But then we see he's back in Brandon's room and he's changing back into his old clothes. And Brandon basically tells him, you know, he said that kind of letting him know about his father's trigger warning with the army. So he says that his grandfather was, was a Marine and he wanted Jim to enlist in Vietnam, but Jim was against the war. And because of that, his dad and his grandfather were estranged. And Brandon says he has actually never even met his grandfather. So I think that's why it's a trigger warning. Jim's relationship with his father fell apart because Jim was against the war and did not want to enlist in Vietnam. So it kind of was a, that's what his issue is. So then they go back downstairs and they see the kitchen leak is really, really bad. Some of the ceiling broke. And then Jack says that he could fix it. He goes up on the roof in the rain with a tarp um, to fix it. And he does. So that we see that he has fixed the, the leak, which everyone's happy about. Back at uh, the house where Steve is filming this holiday special, he's with his mom. And the camera's rolling and he wants to tell her on camera, you know, what are you thankful for this Thanksgiving? And he said he's thankful for her honesty and her forgiveness and all this stuff. And then he tells her that he got kicked out of school. And then it's really funny because the director is like, what is he doing? We didn't, you know, we didn't go with this. And then the PA, the production assistant, who's standing right next to the director, which never happens. Uh, she's like, let, let, let this play out. And he's like letting it go. It's, it's just so funny that that would never happen in a million years. But Clearly, Samantha is very angry at Steve. Back at the McKay household, Dylan, Jack, and Christine are talking about school. And now apparently he's talking about dropping out of school because um, of the SAT thing. And they're telling Christine, you know, Jack's saying to Christine, convince this boy not to drop out of school. They think he did too good on his SATs. They think he cheated and he didn't and he doesn't want to go back to school because, um, you know, of this. Jack just says to Dylan, I mean, I just think you should just take the test again. And Dylan's saying it's principle that he's not going to take it again. And they're arguing again. And Jack kind of runs out of the room. And Christine thinks that Dylan shouldn't be so hard on her dad. And I like that she's giving him, you know, some advice here. She says that you have all the power and Jack doesn't. So give him a break and talk to him. Allow yourself to have a relationship with your father, which you should. You know, why why fight it? Why argue with him? And it's true. Dylan does have the power. Jack doesn't. So she's basically saying to Dylan, be the bigger man, which sometimes is hard for people to understand, but... You know, I think that she's she's right in her advice. 
Then we see Samantha and Steve are talking privately about, you know, him getting kicked out of school. She is beyond angry at him. And he says that I need you to come to school with me on Monday to make this official. You need to sign some papers. And I love that she's a ghost. I am Samantha Sanders and you are my son. And she's like, you are not getting, you know, kicked out of school. I am not taking this lying down. So she's tough. And she said that she's going to handle this and she's going to save him one more time. So Samantha thinks that she can get him out of getting kicked out of school. Then Jim uh, is thanking Jack about helping him with the leak. He apologizes for fighting with him. Jim tells Jack that, you know, he has a chance. So Jack, we know, has a family. And he hasn't really reached out to them. I think, you know, because he's homeless, he's just feeling that he has nothing to offer. So Jim's telling Jack, you know, you have a chance with your family, with your son. And I don't have a second chance with my father because my father's gone now. So, um, you know, he wants him to just kind of think about that. And he, you know, is still allowed to stay for Thanksgiving and he's there. And Jack, I think, has, you know, understands Jim's perspective maybe a little bit more. And, you know, all seems well with him now. Back at Dylan's house, he and his father are doing a little better. He took Christine's advice. They're playing Monopoly off the three of them. And Dylan is nice enough to offer his bedroom to them. He said he'll sleep on the couch. And Dylan, you know, Christine tells Dylan to give her a call sometime. You know, she's like, I'll let you buy me a mega burger. So you can kind of see they have this understanding of each other. They have, you know, kind of cool with each other and then Jack thanks him and we see that they're in a better uh position and when Jack is going to bed he says good night dad um he didn't call him Jack he usually calls him Jack so they called him dad there so Dylan's kind of you know warming up to his father a little bit now too and then the episode ends up we are back at school and Samantha was walking in the halls with Steve and um, Brandon's like, oh my God, what's going on? And he's like, I had the best weekend. Because obviously I think he hooked up with this uh, production assistant. And, and Brandon's like, what's happening? And Samantha's like, get in here. She's so scary. Uh, so then we see, you know, Steve is sitting in the, in the office while his mother and Mrs. Teasley go to talk. When they come out, Mrs. Teasley tells Steve that she had a good conversation with his mother and basically, they will allow him back to school, but he has to do a double detention, which means one hour before school, one hour after school. And if his misses one of those detentions, so this is for the remainder of the year. And if he misses one of those, he she will kick him out again. Samantha thanks Mrs. Teasley. And then Steve's like, thanks, Mom. And she's like, don't even look at me. And she walks away. And then when he says to Mrs. Teasley, well, thank you. And she says the same exact thing. She's like, I can't even look at you. And she walks out. So it's kind of funny. They're both feeling the same thing, um, you know, regarding Steve. And, um, you know, when he sees Brandon, Brandon's like, what's happened? And he's just, Steve is just elated to be back at school. And then the very, very last thing, we see Kelly and Brenda are walking in the halls and then Dylan appears out of nowhere and he's standing right behind them. They don't know that he's, you know, there. They just continue to talk. 
and he's kind of making like you know funny faces and then he kind of hi he's like hi ladies and he just gives kelly a kiss he gives brenda a kiss and just walks away and that is how the episode ends So now for the fun facts and tidbits part of the episode. So not much. Uh, this is the second and last appearance by Jack Cannon. We're not going to see him again. Um, also, I did note during the episode, I thought it was funny that there were two episode, uh, two people named Jack in the episode. We had Jack Cannon, obviously, and then Dylan McKay's dad, Jack McKay. Also, um, so I had previously mentioned in another episode how we had the end credit um or after the credits or during the credits, um, a music video by Jeremy Jordan. Well, this one, we have another one. So I think that they were like doing these a little bit in the series now. I don't remember them doing any others besides the Jeremy Jordan one, but this one was a song called Saving Forever, uh, Saving Forever For You, and it was by Shanice. Um, I definitely recognize the song. Um, I think it's also been in the episodes usually, but unfortunately because of like, you know, music violations or whatever, certain music laws, we're not getting some of the original songs if you're watching it on Hulu. It was only on the original broadcast. So if you're watching it on um, Pop TV, I know they do reruns there, you should probably get the original music and probably on the DVDs. Um, but I might start actually mentioning the songs on the shows um, as for the tidbits in case we don't really see them and kind of just mention with the songs that they're, you know, which scenes they were on. Because there's some really good music that's going to be coming up, I remember. And especially in college, um, there's going to be live performances and stuff. So um, I'll start adding music on, I think, or that'll be a good idea. But that's it for the fun facts and tidbits. Thank you all for listening to Casa Walsh, a Beverly Hills 90210 podcast. My name is Sam, and on the next episode, we'll be doing season three, episode 16, called It's Totally Happening, and I have a very special guest uh, joining me to review that episode, so check it out next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.